I'm just surrounded yes. by penis in this room and on the air. Well, <laughs> There's a lot of penis talk on this show. Absolutely. What do we have? Well. Just a bunch of. Yeah. yeah. Penile. Yeah. Peni, I think is the plural. <laughs> I could be wrong, but well, peni, yes. Don't be a dick. Hi, Torg. <laughs> hey. Ready to go? Let's go. I see. Uh, how timely is this? Gene Smith coming on today. Super timely. Talks to Congress about the nil deal. Ryan Day gets a big raise. 10 mil a year now. Are you serious? Yes. So that come down yesterday? Yeah, I think it happened. I think it happened earlier this year, but I think they announced it yesterday. Finally came out. It is inflation. You need to make money. It is, man. I looked at finance. I think I got to get another job. It is price of with two. I have two kids that are going to get their license, and you get car insurance for two kids. That's like two hundred bucks a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, oh uh, a month. I know. Insurance is gone through the roof. Utilities has gone through the roof. People say, "Oh, it's good. Your property taxes are going up. Your home values are going up. Who the hell can afford to sell their home and buy a home at eight percent? Like it's, your property taxes are going up, your mortgage is going up. Well, we all got the assessment from the auditor what your property is worth, and mine, uh, I think it's maybe a little inflated. <laughs> like, yeah, it all is. You know, it's bad out there, man. Eggs, six bucks. Bread, three bucks. Gas, what is gas now? Three seventy-five. Uh, it's getting there. It's about three seventy right now. It hasn't really fluctuated that much. I put twenty bucks in, and it didn't even give me a, like a quarter tank. Yeah, that's about what what it is. How do people do it? Like, how do you do it out there? Well, that's called budgeting, and and I'm not really good at that. I know, but boy, it's it's. I left here yesterday and flipped the sign on the corner. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you there's tons of people out there that are doing two jobs, or you're just racking up the credit card bills, right? Well, I you know I've always prided myself on the fact when I when I went through bankruptcy when I owned the bar. Had to turn everything around. So got great credit score, everything else. No credit card debt for the most part. If I didn't need it, I didn't have to pay for it. Uh, And now I'm using credit cards like I've never used them before. So you couldn't uh, apply for bankruptcy just for your business go bankrupt? You had to do it for yourself too? Well, yeah, because it was our money that we put into the business. Gotcha. So when it came time, you know, to settle up everything, yeah, we lost everything. So you didn't go to a bank and get a loan? Uh, I or did. You did in your name, not yes. the business name. Correct. Got yeah. Yeah, it was so a then personal when loan. You, when you filed, you had to, and you didn't lose your house. Uh, no, because we didn't. It was the Chapter Seven where we paid ninety five percent of it back. And they, you just paid it back. Yeah, in over time. five years, it was two thousand dollars a month for five years to pay the debt back. And did your partners have to pay that? Uh, no, because they sold their half without telling us. Well, what about who they sell it to? They sold it to. Uh, <clears throat> it went through a lot of hands. I had a lot of different partners. So did the people who bought it last have to pay? They bought it from. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly how it worked, uh, but. Yeah. Because I'm just wondering if the new people had to pay two grand a month for five years, too. No. Just you? Yeah, just that was our half. We, we didn't own it outright. We owned half of it. So then they had to pay, too, though, right? They had to pay for whatever. Whatever they paid. Yes. For, oh, got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, it is just, man, I'm looking yesterday at insurance for kids. I go, man, any of my kids can't get a license. $400 a month. If you have two drivers, that's insane. 
Now I know why kids aren't getting their license. Yeah, so under a, the age, I think under the age of 25, your uh, car yeah. insurance is outrageous. And especially, sorry, if you're a guy, if you're a boy. Yes. It's and even then, more expensive. And then how do you pay if you're a kid out there and you don't have insurance? What if you, uh, like if you don't have insurance? They can't health drive. Insurance, health insurance. Oh, health insurance. Oh. It is absolutely bon- I have never seen in my lifetime the economy this bad. It's been everywhere. I've never seen it like this. With no end in sight, too, because they keep talking about raising the rates. We could probably all move to Ukraine and they give us a Bugatti. <laughs> Maybe. Well, the Federal Reserve for let's, the first let's time. Let's get on the board of that ele- that energy company. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Federal sell Res- some art. Federal Reserve yesterday, they did not raise rates for the first time. Yeah, but while. they're going to. Yeah, eventually. But Yeah, they just didn't this time, and they're going to They'll circle back. They'll get us. Because he even said last time that there's going to be more rate hikes before the end of the year. I am just so glad when I refinanced, like I said, I'm at two and seven eighths right now. When I refinanced, I think five years ago. Well, and that's the thing, though, right? So you you get the refinance, you get the lower rate, whatever we locked into three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. But now your home values increase, so they're getting the money on either end. Yeah, yeah. Yes. property tax. They're yeah, the property, property tax. Because they know you're not going to move, so they're like, oh, okay. They tell you your home value is great, but unless you're selling, that doesn't matter. You're just paying And more. they know you're not yeah. going to sell because why would you sell when you were paying interest of two and seven eighths and then pay interest of 8%? Makes no sense. Yeah. The utility bills, too. Have you guys noticed mm-hmm. the utility bills are up like 10%? It's uh, it's pretty bad. I just, uh, my gas bill, I haven't even used my gas yet because it hasn't been cold. Double what it was the month before. That's in- just insane. And yeah, our electric went food? from like 140 ish a month, 130 a month to 215 Yeah, that's. For mm. electric. And gas was, we were about 60 and now we're at 105 mm. Yep, that's about right. I wonder there's got to be a point where people just had enough, where you hit the so streets you and yeah, you, you, you hit the yeah, streets, you dude. You can't go pick it outside of your house going, I'm not going to pay my utilities because they're too high. You go to D.C. and you have a little march, an economy, we call it the economy march. We've had different marches. Remember the, like the Million space. Man yeah. March? You had the Woman's March. Yeah. Right? You had the January 6th March. Uh. Now you do a, you the bills march, the inflation march. Everybody can come together on that one. I think where I'm noticing it most is... I don't have to have a vagina to march in that one. Well, you would look good would in a hat. But if I said I did, I identified as someone with a <laughs> the vagina. The cause would go further. Right. Yes. <laughs> it would be acceptable. Yes. Where I've noticed it most is, is the grocery store. Just everything, all the products, no matter where you go. It's just outrageous. This is like office space. It's like everybody's walking around like, I don't feel like I want to do this anymore. Yeah. Chips. You notice chips? I don't know. I don't eat chips anymore, but they went from you could get a Dorito, like the big party pack, for $3.99, and now it's like $6.99, $7.99, $6.99 on sale. And it's half full. Yep. Well, Well, shrinkflation. Well, let's be honest. It was always half full. It's full of air. Yeah, it was always full of air. Let's not kid ourselves. They were always doing that. But seven ninety nine for that, it's gone up almost double for just your party-sized Doritos. Remember the Lay's? The potato chips were even worse with the air. Yeah. And the potato chips would be like two thirty nine or whatever, and all those chips are like four ninety nine. 
You could polish off the bag of chips in 15 minutes. Doritos, those are first world problems. I got to go Meyer brand now. Yeah, well, see, yeah. going generic. They're not the same. They're not. It's not the same, no. but it's cheaper. But it's hard times. But it's still $4.99 for we the We have dam. to make sacrifices, don't yeah. we? If you lather it up in the French onion dip, you, you have to get down. <laughs> you have to put dip on that. To... You got to choke down the, the generic. Yep. Okay. I'm couponing again for the first time in a long time. You do it on your phone, right? Because they oh, don't yeah. have. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? download the app and yeah. So there's apps? Uh-huh. They all have apps, digital coupons. Yeah, like Kroger when you punch in the, you just clip it on your app and then when you punch in your code it automatically comes off. Oh, yeah. so like, you I got like free eggs app. over the weekend. Yeah, see, and I, I do the, a lot of times it's buy one, get one free when they do that. So I just freeze it. So at least I, I mean, I'm doing everything I can to try to save money. So that's what they have is Kroger app? they all do i mean meyer's yeah. got the m perks and gotcha. giant eagle they've got their their thing and kroger thing now is the buy five save five dollars or something like that i wonder that if it really works out well, yeah, that if way you're buying five bags of seven dollar doritos are you really saving yeah you're not saving soda's nuts have you seen a 12 pack yeah. of coke see or... and i go generic because jimmy drinks soda constantly and i so do the generic cola uh, it just says like cola. On yes. It. Hey Jimmy, I'm gonna buy. I had a buddy like that. Yeah, hey, it's K. the Kroger brand. It's yeah. the yeah, it's big the K. yes, yeah. big K. Doctor Thunder instead of Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Brown. That you... sounds like a porn star name, Doctor yeah. Thunder. A good one. <laughs> hey, you want a Coke? Sure, man. Cola. It says cola on it. Hey, you want a sun kiss? Yeah, dude. Just says orange on it. <laughs> well, he does. Jimmy does the diet and the uh, the zero sugar ones it tastes pretty good do they have zero sugar generic yes yeah. oh yeah they do that's the big k that's what i get and then they've got the it zero tastes, sugar diet cherry it tastes so different though you can really tell it's the not difference the, it's on, not the years of tab when you know you can tell the difference bad. i can tell the difference on pop when i was yeah. drinking pop i can tell the difference in pop a lot you can't on the other items because we did that See, G- I, I don't drink pop soda so Jerry thought you could tell the difference between like peanut butter and we. I brought those peanut. Oh, butters well, we in, had the little test: the generic no versus idea. the name brand. You have no idea on bread, cereal, salad dressing, well, cereal. Margarine. No, you can't tell Cheerios from Big O's. <laughs> no. I you get the. Can't. We get the kids the uh, generic cinnamon toast crunch that's in the bag. That's now, in the bag. Okay, they don't know. No, soda. You know though. Yeah, soda. A hundred percent. No. Well, you just said chips. The generic chips as opposed to Lay's. Chips, you know. Yeah, I think you might. Especially Doritos, like the nacho oh, cheese. Oh, the, the, the corn chip close. generic yes. are the worst. You can pass oh. the potato chips Tastes a like styrofoam. Bit, especially with some dip. Oh, regular potato chips, no doubt. Yeah, but the only thing I notice about the generic potato chips is they break easier than like ruffles. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. They don't stand up to the, the dipping. They taste stale. Yeah. No shelf life. None. You got to put them in Tupperware right away, right when you open them. And you got to burp the Tupperware so you release the air and they stay crisp. So what it, for whatever reason, the Andy Caps hot fries have not really raised in price much. So What's I hot been, fries? Oh, my God. Yeah, Andy Cap. Oh, I used to eat those all the they're time. Like, um, they look like French fries, okay, uh, but they're crispy and they're hot fries. There's, yeah, there's like a, a spicy seasoning on it. You mean like the deli at the deli? No. No. It's a bag... You see, it's a blue bag. It says hot fries on it. It's um, and Andy Cap, of course, used to be uh, a comic on Sundays. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bring him. I'll bring you a bag. Yeah, 
I'll give you. I'll I'm give good. you. Two. We used to have those a long time ago. We used to have the handicap hot fries in the vending machine, and I think at the time I was the only one who was buying them. I think vending machine might be cheaper than the store. Maybe our vending machine is. Yeah, you're getting a deal. How much are those um, honey buns you're paying in the vending machine? Dollar fifty. That okay. that's a that's not a that's bad a good deal. deal. That's two a good bucks. deal. They need to raise their prices. They're well, I bucks. think the only thing Listen, in there. Okay, I frequent that vending machine. We don't need to raise the prices. If anything, we need to add some coupons to your loyal customers. You and in this Arch building. are you and Arch are the top two are we? people for the vending machine. I don't like that. That's you what can I was told. Well, I was I was on a run there for with the Cheez Its <laughs> for a while. Yeah, but Rich, you go in like three or four things a day. No, once sometimes. a day. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes you're double dipping with oh, the cookies yeah, like, and the honey bun. Monday was a tough day. I had yeah. To, I, I, I went a couple times. Yeah. yeah, you did. You had the honey bun and then you had the Rice Krispie Treat. Yeah, that was a delicious Rice Krispie Treat. <laughs> the cookies. Uh, All the famous Amos cookies. Yeah, Arch goes. Hey, you know what? We need to tell our vending machine guys they need to uh, add some handicap hot fries. Yeah, I just sent you a picture of what they are. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them before. They're good. They are good. Put a little bit of the jalapeno cheddar dip on the side. <laughs> dip those. Oh. oh, these are like the uh, Cheetos. Yeah, yeah yes, yes. Yeah, I've never had these, but I've had the Cheetos. Yeah, the I Cheetos like those better like than 299 the Flamin' Hot. A bag. Yeah. So how I much would take these? these over the Flamin' Hot. Two ninety nine. So the same price. Yeah. Got ya. Yeah, I like those better than the Flamin' Hot. It looks Hunts. like it doesn't make your fingers. There's a little not dust on them, but not as bad as the hot, the. Uh, Cheetos are yeah. it's not as bad as Cheetos or even Doritos. And then what dip do you use with these? The Frito Lay's jalapeno cheddar. <laughs> Dude, you have had fat to a whole. I thought you know I what? You you take it all to a, a yeah. new level. Maybe, maybe a little smoked Gouda dip. Oh, dude! Damn, it's like the Yarlsberg cheese. It's, you are our snack master. king. Listen, you'll talk about it in the hot five. There are certain Saturdays and Sundays you just go all out. TikTok is my worst enemy now. Because I see all these recipes. Oh, on see, TikTok. and I do too. I've noticed that somebody was making—I don't know—it had to do with bacon, of course. And I'm like, D- I have got to try that. Have you seen Tiffany Amber Thiessen on TikTok? Yes. How the hell does she stay stay so skinny? Every she goes, she has little videos, Christy. If this is what I ate today, and it's like the worst thing, and I'm like, no way, unless she's like puking in a trash can right. afterwards, because she's, she's super so hot skinny. and skinny. And she gives recipes, and she says, this is what I'm eating for lunch today. And it's like the worst thing ever. And then she'll give a recipe, this is what I'm eating for dinner today. And you go, no way is that girl at, she's 49, eating that food and keeping that figure without and what kind of the And what kind of food is right. she showing? Just everything deep fat, fried and yes. saucy? Not, and, no, not deep fried, no. but fat, fat. She's like, she does like, a, it's almost like a cooking show yes. type thing. It's like Giada or whatever. She's making these, but it's bad for you. Yeah, it's not these good. like country cupcakes. meals and yeah, cupcakes and stuff, fried and, food like chicken fried. Okay, well that's stuff. what. I, okay, yeah, but not n- necessarily loaded mashed fried. potatoes. Yeah, and, kind of like Paula Deen type food. Ah, uh, like um, pasta dishes. Yep, everything is like high carb. Yes, she's got a cookbook coming out, oh. so she's. She's got a couple, but she used to, do you remember when that nasty Jenny McCarthy did The View five, six years ago? Um, yeah. She, Jenny McCarthy did a joke on how fat Tiffany Amber Thiessen was after she had a kid because she did a cookbook. And then I Googled her and she goes, yeah, she, she gained a little weight. 
And since then, and maybe because she got fat shamed, she got super skinny again. When she has a show on MTV. Who does? Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Oh, does she? So it's like the ridiculousness with Rob Deerdeck. It's like that, but based around cooking. Gotcha. Cooking, you know, crap going wrong in the kitchen. Got Okay. Because she's super skinny now, but she her TikTok video, she's making some fat food. Yeah. One, they had uh, her with the rest of the old Saved by the Bell cast, and she's the only one that's held up. Like her. The rest of them are falling apart. Mark Paul Gosler, Mario well, he's Lopez. A, Lopez looks the same, though. He, he looks, looks the good. same, but they, like, their face is melting off. Well, yeah, because they get, he's, on t, he's on Extra right. or Entertainment Tonight or whatever. Well, they, he's still in great shape. Yeah. Uh, Mario Lopez is. Lisa Turtle's got like five new faces. Yes. No, she just has. She, she has. Did, yeah. She's had like multiple. Lord, new talk faces. about melting. Yes. Yeah, Get all that plastic put on there and mm-hmm. go under a heat lamp. I'm melting. Yeah. But yeah. She's she bad. makes some good looking food. She does, doesn't she? Yeah. It's like Rachel, her and Rachel Ray be a great tag team. But Rachel Ray's showing the weight. And I don't mean that. Listen, I can say that as a fat person. Yes. I can make fun of my own. But she is. Showing the weight from making the food she makes. Tiffany Amber Thiessen's not, there's something going on there where she's probably has like a trainer, like right after sheets, and she's like working out for four hours. She has to. There's no way you Or can, maybe she just makes it for her family and then she has a salad. She, no, she claims and she shows herself eating it. Okay, she's, that's just for sure. She's taking a bite and then, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And her kid, daughter looks just like her. Just like a little mini me. Yes, and did you see whose whose kid just didn't work? Jessica Alba's kind of doing the same thing now with her kids. Oh, really? And she's got a kid who doesn't look like her husband, and I feel bad for the kid because Jessica was super hot and her husband's handsome. Okay. And the two kids, the older daughter looks like her. The younger son looks like the dad, like a hand, and then it's like. The third one the third doesn't look like anybody. The third kid adopted, <laughs> or maybe it was. Like, how does that happen? The worst attributes of mom and dad got. That's what the third child got. They like Jessica Alba have like a unattractive grandfather, and like handed the like my grandkids. Someone's gonna look like me in that poor damn like grandkid. Danny DeVito and twins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Oh, got to go to break. Gene yeah. Smith. Gene Smith and the Donald and Michael Evans replay next. From your QFN 96 Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief, 0% uh, financing. Sunshine, 83, your high. Clear tonight, low 59. Sunshine for Friday, high 82. Pretty cut and dry. It is uh, 57 right now. Columbus City Schools warning students and teachers and parents that the district is going to face some tough times if voters do not approve an annual $100 million levy this fall. That's how it is. The the institution that teaches you not to bully, they bully. They bully. So if this 7.7 mil levy passes uh, in November, the district would have spending for infrastructure improvements, renovating learning spaces, uh, roofing, HVAC, plumbing, electrical work. Oh, they're finally going to get AC. Yes. The classrooms, auditorium, cafeteria upgrades. But if voters say no then those schools that are 50 years or older are still going to go without air conditioning. And they'll take away sports, and they'll take away buses, yes. and that's what they... Well, they've already got a busing problem. So anyway, voters go to the poll just uh, less than two months after the school district 
Columbus City Schools got a two-star rating from Ohio, meaning the district didn't meet state standards. You know what they should do is uh, put on there, if we don't get to three stars, the levy goes away. That we have to maintain a three-star rating throughout this because of the levy. So, and, and that's how it should be with every levy. Every school, let's say your city. If you're not meeting the standards, then you yeah. get no money from us. If you're in Befootslickville and you have a three-star rating and you're asking for more money, all right, you have to have a three-and-a-half-star rating or that money goes away. And the district will then say, well, the reason we have a two-star rating is because we don't have the money to do these improvements so we can get a three-star rating. Well, we gave it to you and you're still a two. So there you go. Yeah, make Columbus City Schools get a three-star rating and if they don't, they lose the money. Yeah, it's going to cost a lot. It's like, uh, so seven mils. The average home price in Columbus is around, what, 300000 200000 So it's going to cost the owner of a home $279 for every $100,000 home price a year. That's a lot. That That's is a, a lot. lot. That is a lot. Woo, oofda. So we're talking anywhere from eight to $1,000 more a year in your property taxes. And good luck levy. trying to sell your place if you want to move. Oh, right? yeah, exactly. In the Columbus City School District? Mm. Yeah, I don't think that's going to Even pass. though it's the largest school, it's the largest school district in the state of Ohio. Homeschool. Yeah. Um, the Writers Guild of America strike could end as soon as today, according to CNBC. The WGA and the Alliance of Motion Pictures and TV Producers met yesterday for what they say were encouraging talks. They're going to be meeting again today, and insiders say that deal could be finalized at today's talks. But if it's not, the strike would likely last until the end of the year. The WGA has been on the picket line for 142 days. SAG-AFTRA, that strike has been lasting 69 days so far. And fans of the Arizona Cardinals are the most likely to wish for their partners to support the same team. Followed by fans of the L.A. Chargers and Vegas Raiders. The fans who care the least are fans of the Saints, followed by the Washington Commanders and Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I know your wife is a Bengals fan. You're a Vikings yeah. fan. And you guys are okay with that. If you're a Commanders fan, you don't care. You don't care. You yeah. could give a rat's ass. a safety issue for Raiders fans for them not to vote for <laughs> yeah, the well, Saints. Yes, yeah. exactly. QFM 96, Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. In the cleanup stages, we had an earlier uh, injury accident this morning, and that was easy. All right. Five audio cuts coming your way on today's Hot Five. Many people are saying... This is equivalent to this. That's Vince Neal. Okay. All right. GNR on tour. Listen to the video. You got to listen to this in Knoxville, Tennessee last week.
That's not as bad as Vince. Not no, good. It's not good, but it's not as bad uh, as Vince. Yes. That is bad, though. That is not good. Did he sound better when they yes. toured for the first time that's five the years worst, ago? That's the worst I've heard him sound in a while. Okay. Sounded like me in the shower. <laughs> Without food. It sounded like, like something was dying. E, <laughs> yeah. Clip number two, ESPN's Chris Mad Dog Russo. Well, he shares his plans for watching college football this weekend. And what does it include? Let's find out. Uh, cut it, got me in half. Keep listening. Uh, cut it, got me in half. We got Florida State Clemson. I like the Florida <laughs> State quarterback. I'll do something there. At about 325, Wait. when I'm sauced, and I'm not driving in the house, 325, I'll put the call in to Fat Rob, 718-504. I'll put the call in to Fat Rob. Rob, you know what? What the hell? I, I can't root for Oregon. All right, you know, I'll pretend on TV. Put 10 dimes on Colorado. It's- <laughs> He's going to be doing gummies and getting sauced. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Man, that's what guys... Papa Joe and Mad Dog and Mad Dog and the Bulldog. Nice little Saturday. Might finish with a cannoli. Don't know if there's enough time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of college football, here's Buckeyes coach Ryan Day at his weekly press conference as the Buckeyes get ready to go on the road to face Notre Dame. You know, we don't have a choice. That's what we have to do. This is, uh, again, top 10, um, you know, game on the road. And this is why, again, these are the kind of games why you come to Ohio State. You know, this is... an exciting series because it's not something that happens very often. Ohio State, Notre Dame, you know, two of the bigger teams in the, in the Midwest getting together for a home and home. Um, you know, last year's atmosphere was was electric. It'll be the same way on Saturday night. Um, so our, our guys are really fired up for this. Boom. Be a good one. Boom. Notre Dame fan really thinks they got a shot. Really confident going into this one. Notre Dame fan. It'll be interesting. I think Buckeye fan is hoping. I think Notre Dame fan is really super confident. Notre okay. Dame has to win this, don't they? No, I mean, they don't have to. You, Buckeyes have to win this. Well, we have to win this for this season. They have to win this for with everything that's going on with conference realignments and things like that. You want to stay out there and be an independent. What's happened to them when they've gotten in the playoffs and bowl games and stuff, they have to beat a good team. No, they play the ACC. Go beat up Clemson. Do they play Clemson this year? I don't think so. Oh. And they're not good either. Well, they'll figure it out. They'll <laughs> they'll be all right. Ohio State needs this more than Notre Dame. Touchdown Jesus loves them. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus will still love them. That's correct. <laughs> Clip number four. Uh, hard to believe uh, Goodfellas starring Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, directed by Martin Scorsese, opened in theaters, what, on this day how many years ago? Uh, here's a clip from the movie. And that's what it's all about. That's what the FBI could never understand. That what Paulie and the organization does is offer protection for people who can't go to the cops. That's it. That's all it is. They're like the police department for wise guys. How many years ago? Yeah, that's how many years ago was it? it was 90, I'm asking you. 1990, I think. Okay, 1990. There you go. So how many years is that, Christy? That's 33 years ago. Yes. Making you do math. <laughs> I know, shut up. Yeah, see, they're counting the, on your fingers. No, no, no. And actually, the only thing that helped, I'm like, okay, my daughter was born in 91, and she'll be 32. So if they came out, now, all that means is 33. <laughs> That's a great flick, man. That is probably, for me, top 10 Scorsese of all time. Scorsese does the gangster movies better than anyone. He's got the new one with the native. Did he do of- Departed? Uh, no, uh, That's Coppola. Oh, is it? Okay. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that was Coppola, I believe. Those type of movies are my favorite. 
Oh, I love so I love those movies. movies. I think Casino who, was another good one. Yeah. Who has the one coming out with the Native American kind of Leonardo DiCaprio one? Oh yeah. Is that Scorsese or is that Coppola? All right, here's Scorsese. You ready? Okay. Uh Taxi Driver. Oh. And I'm just giving you the good ones. Raging Bull. Yes. The Color of Money. Uh, Goodfellas. Cape Fear. That was a great one. Casino. Gangs of New York. Yes. Underrated. Great I love that one. Aviator. Whoopsie. The Departed. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's an underrated hit. Shutter Island. I love Shutter, Shutter Island. Island good. This one, Nudity Alone, is a top five movie, The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, Margot. Yep. The Irishman. And I yes, never watched The Irishman. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have eight hours. Killers of, of the, the Flower, Flower Moon. Moon. That's the one. That's the one. De Niro, DiCaprio. It's like the, uh, I think the premise of it is they give the Native Americans land, and then they realize oil's on the land, and they want the land back. And DiCaprio, I saw the extended trailer in the movie. I think DiCaprio. It's a Western. DiCaprio, it is, but it isn't because they're driving like Model Ts and stuff. But it is, yeah. And they're DiCaprio, I think, is supposed to get the land back, but then he falls in love with a Native American woman, and it gets all kind of confusing for him. Okay. And then the government. Oh, it comes out next in. month. Yeah, October twentieth. Watch the trailer; it looks really good. Like a lot of blood and guts and nastiness. My type of movie. DiCaprio in some really good movies. He has, hasn't he? Yeah. Now I have to watch Shutter Island again. And he's been in some really good other things. (laughs) (laughs) Victoria's Secret. Yes. And they're all under the age of 25. (laughs) Cut number five. Oprah gets creepy with Cindy Crawford in this new Apple series called Supermodels. Did she always have this body? (laughs) This is unbelievable. (laughs) Stand up just a moment, because no one saw you come in standing up. Now, this is what I call a bod. <laughs> very good, very good. But I'm not, not, I don't weigh 100 pounds. I'll tell that lady on the phone that I do not weigh 100 pounds. You're what, are you about 5'9", 5'10"? 5'9", and I try to stay around 120. Okay. Damn. I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Says Fat Oprah. I'm, I'm happy or for you. Or she's skinny Oprah now. She's like licking her lips when she that was, was obviously That was obviously, that was 1980s Oprah show. Yeah. So Oprah was still big. She hadn't uh, rolled out the, the cart of fat when she did. <laughs> Remember that when she rolled that out on stage? No. Oh, she was doing You're Optifast. you I watched Oprah. <clears throat> she was doing Optifast. That's how she lost all the weight. And so she had this little red wagon or whatever that she pulled behind her on stage to her audience that had like 100 pounds of lard in it. Oh, okay. To... to d- tell the audience this is how much i lost <laughs> hmm. oh. there you go yeah. it's a great episode and that is your hot five your kemba financial credit union traffic 70 east kind of slow entering downtown from the west side we got a disabled vehicle 70 east near the 71 south exit everything else is looking good and that's traffic news is brought to you by borgata pizza cafe soak up some sun on worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials so Elon Musk's, have you heard about his Neuralink? Uh, he's looking for volunteers to have one of the company's chips implanted in their brain by a robot. What? <laughs> now listen, this is going to be the first human trial for his Neuralink invention. With the aim for the volunteers gaining the ability to control a computer cursor or keyboard just 
with their mind. Now, the chip could be life-changing advancement for people suffering from paralysis due to spinal cord injuries or even ALS. Previous animal tests uh, have had mixed results, but Musk has denied reports of monkeys dying as part of the animal trial, saying on X, no monkey has died as a result Do you want to touch my monkey? of the Neuralink implant. And again, he is looking for human volunteers. Raise your hand, everybody, if you want a robot to implant a chip in your brain. Okay. I, I can't get dumber, can I? <laughs> Where do I sign up? Hey, we talked to Gene Smith, athletic director of Ohio State. He talked to some folks in D.C. about the Nils yesterday. We'll get an update after Rush. The Buckeyes take on Notre Dame on the road, and I don't know if people know this or not, but our athletic director, Gene Smith, played for Notre Dame back in the day. Gene, how are you? Oh, good morning. How are you? Good. Hey, how special is this game coming up for you as an alumni of Notre Dame? And you're the, obviously, athletic director of Ohio State. Well, it's special uh, because we're playing at in South Bend, and I haven't been in the stadium uh, since I last coached there, so I'm looking forward to actually being in the stadium. Hey, uh, you played with Rudy, right? Yeah, I did. Did they get any part of that movie correct? Yeah, you know, they had to embellish some of it in order to make it, you know, intriguing for people from a movie perspective. But a lot of it was true, but, you know, some of it wasn't. Uh, so they, they had to embellish it. Did he get a sack at the the final play? I don't recall that. But, you know. <laughs> and, and he did get carried <laughs> off the field? I don't recall that either. <laughs> <laughs> did you even know who he was? At the time, yeah, I did. yeah, all of us knew who he was. Uh, of course, you know he was at, he was on the team. He was at practice. He did go to Holy Cross to get eligible and all that, so he was there. But um, you know, there were certain things in the movie. I mean, there were no captains. I shouldn't I shouldn't bust people's bubbles. So let me leave that alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, yesterday you were in Washington D.C. to talk to uh, a committee, a small business on the nil rules. Just my opinion, Gene, I don't know how this current model can stay the way it is. And and players are getting paid. It is what it is. It's not 1990. The world has changed. But in your opinion, what do they have to do? Because something has to be done. Yeah, I think first and foremost, we have to keep in mind that uh, NIL is working uh, significantly well for a large majority of athletes. And you know, we always talk about the negatives, I understand that, but there's a lot of positive going on with NIL, so we need to embrace it. Um, but we also need to, to recognize the challenges, is what we were talking about. Uh, we do need some help uh, with the inconsistency across this country with state laws. And, you know, there's a lot of states that have different laws, and, and for us, we recruit, we don't draft. So, uh, we need uh, a level playing field as best it can be created from a, a recruiting point of view. Secondly, um, you know, there's some, unfortunately, there's some unscrupulous characters that are putting a bad rap on agents. There's a lot of great agents out there, a lot of great brand managers, but there's some unscrupulous characters who are trying to take advantage of families and kids, and and, uh, and it's unfortunate. So we need help in that area and, and the, the ability to help our enforcement staff at the NCAA, which is outstanding. Uh, they just are limited in what they can do. And so, um, you know, there's a number of other things like um, uh, a national registry to bring transparency to the process so people can understand what the market really is. Uh, but, yeah, they, we, we need Congress's help. I, I've never been one that wanted the federal government to be in our space. but I'm with you. <laughs> 
they can do it. <laughs> yeah. Jeet Smith from Ohio State, the athletic director, joins us. What's the odds to, that they jump in and do something, and would you be part of a committee that helps them out to create different guidelines? I probably wouldn't be a part of the committee. Unless they asked me to, I would certainly serve. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's it's hard to project what the federal government's going to do. You know, they're great people. I had an opportunity uh, last week to take, spend two two days and meet with different, 10 different Congress people. And, and obviously yesterday, but, and they're all great people doing the best they can, but you know, it, it's a, uh, it's a different world up there. Yeah. Gene, for your athletic department, a lot of people have tunnel vision and think, Oh, football makes so much money. Why doesn't this school pay the athletes? And I don't think people realize that Ohio state has more sports is just as many sports, female and male than any school in the country. And that football revenue helps support the other sports. Have you seen a dip in athletic department revenue since the nil started? Not really. You know, we have some very passionate and supportive fans, but you know, our, our largest revenue is uh, represented in our ticket sales, represented in our television packets, represented in our, you know, different areas of, of auxiliary revenue and, and donations are a significant part of that. But um, our, our fans have been really strong and I haven't seen a real dip in that. Is it a threat? Of course it is. Um, but right now, um, you know, we haven't seen a significant impact on it. You know, when you look back and, you know, a couple years ago from a fan's point of view, they saw Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC. Holy cow. And then the Big Ten comes in, USC, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon. Could you ever imagine 10 years ago in a world where you'd be uh, getting four teams, four schools like that in the Big Ten? It's, it's really amazing what you guys did. Yeah, you know, I was really shocked. Um, you know, um, I, I, once we started moving down, you know, expansion and ultimately with USC and UCLA, I, I actually thought we were done. And uh, uh, I was actually surprised when we got the call to, to get on a, a Zoom with our commissioner to talk about working in Washington. And I was pleasantly surprised with our, our television partner, Fox, stepping up to, to make that happen. So I was shocked. I th- I'm excited. I think it's going to create new traditions and great exposure for a lot of our programs. Does this change? Because I know a lot of Buckeye fans are worried about, hey, Ohio State and Michigan, because it's all going to be in one division. Do Is there talks of possibly moving the Michigan-Ohio State game where it isn't the final game? Because you kind of get 50-50 opinions on that one. Yeah, we had conversations, uh, obviously, when we talked about our scheduling format from the future. And uh, at this point in time, uh, it's going to stay at the end. Um, it, it's, it's contractual with our television partners, so it's going to stay at the end until uh, that opportunity presents itself, I think it's six or seven years from now, to discuss it again. Uh, but at this point in time, it'll stay at the end. What is your per- – you're, you're going to retire, we should mention, so you're not going to be here, but what would be your personal opinion if you stayed on as AD? Would you want to keep it at the end? You know, I think it all depends on what's going on in the time frame. You know, the day, yes, I want to keep it at the end, but – you know, as things evolve over time, we have to accept that change is inevitable. And so uh, we, we, we have to kind of look at the landscape, see what's going on nationally, see the effects of the college football playoff. Um, you know, we, we've had um, X number of years now uh, to look at the, the four-team college football playoff. Now what does the 12-team mean? And and so I think we have to, to pay attention to that as the – uh, the championship games stay in place. I mean, there's there's a lot of parameters that 
we need to recognize that could impact that. Nothing wrong with beating that team up north week four, week seven. No, as long as we beat them, I don't care what we play them. I just think we have to, you know, be smart about it. Don't don't rush into it. Keep keep it on the table uh, for when the appropriate time is to discuss it and and look at the landscape and you know make changes if we have to. You know, I was uh, when I read that you were going to retire and you're going to retire, I believe June of next year. I was sorry to read that because I think you've really done a good job. And at Ohio State, you're always going to someone in your shoes or a head football coach, head basketball coach is always going to take some type of criticism. What were some of the uh, good, we'll start with good, the positive, some of the positive things when you look back at your time here, and then some of the things like, oh, boy, I, I need a bourbon. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. a bourbon would be good. But, uh, you know, the uh, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'll go ahead and hit the, the challenges first. I mean, 2011 was really challenging around uh, – uh, the NCA investigation and the ultimate um, dismissal of Jim Trestle. I hated that. Um, you know, uh, that was really hard for me. And and most people don't know that, you know, we've lost student athletes to death. And, and that's something that's, you know, um, you know, even regardless of the NCA case, though, those things were really hard. Um, you know, actually, I walked in uh, when I came to Ohio State my first year, there was a, a synchronized swimmer that passed away, and it was just painful. And, and I remember to this day uh, walking in her apartment and, and her, her mom and the whole nine yards, I remember that. And so those things stick with you. So uh, there's things that uh, were challenging that most people don't know about. Uh, the other thing that's that's uh, from a positive point of view, obviously winning championships is great and seeing our kids graduate is great. But, you know, I kind of love those moments when – I see student athletes and their light bulb comes on, <laughs> you, know, they, you know, whether it be, you know, they figure it out academically and they say, Oh, okay, I got to go. Um, they, they get all in or, or just really their, their behavior modification occurs and they realize, okay, I, I got to strengthen who I am. And so I see those things and along with our coaches and others. And so those are great moments. And I, I can list a million names of, of young people where those light bulbs came on and, and they're doing well today. Hey, how is uh, the relationship with Urban? Is he can he come and go and talk to the team? And is everything all good since he left? Yeah, it's always been good with Urban. You know, he he did a great job here, and and um, uh, he and and, and uh, our coaching staff have a great relationship. And you know, he's he's living his retired life, unfortunately for him. And and uh, he's obviously working with Fox, and so we really see more uh, when they come and do our games. But he comes and goes periodically and plays golf here in Columbus with a number of people, and so we see him every now and then. So what's your day, final one for you, Gene Smith, and we appreciate the time. What's your day like in Notre Dame? Are you up in the booth? Do you get nervous and walk down the field towards the end? What's your game day like? Uh, we're going to go in Saturday. You know, I started that practice you know years ago. I just go in on game day now, and – uh, with a number of people, and uh, we'll get there in time uh, to to go in with our team. And so I'll go in the stadium. Uh, we do have a Buckeye tailgate going on, so I'll see how that goes. If, if it's close to the stadium, I may walk over there. But uh, I pretty much will stay on the field and go up to the booth and, and watch the game. And, you know, I just don't get nervous anymore. I get more analytical and, and – uh, <laughs> more than anything and, and watching the game and, and uh, get excited like everybody else. But I, I'm kind of more from a – I got a different perspective, so I kind of watched it in a different way. Yeah, Gene, over the years you've been great to us, and hopefully we'll do it again before you retire. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, and good luck to you. All right, thanks, Gene. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Now, I wouldn't BS you and tell you a comedian's good if he wasn't super good. Tonight, one show, one night, Josh Sneed. Super funny. You will laugh all show. Trust me, you, you want guarantee? to go to this. Guarantee? You guarantee. Guarantee it, right. and I know my comedians. Go tonight, 471-JOKE, columbus.funnybone.com, laughter at 31 after. Let's hear some Josh Sneed. There's way too many fat kids, you guys. I don't have numbers, but there's got to be a ton of them. And the only reason I say that is because the USA Today had an article recently that said dodgeball is gone from schools now. Dodgeball is gone. And when I found out why, I got even more upset. Not because it's violent or because kids were being killed by dodgeballs. It's only gone because it made fat kids feel unwanted and inferior. And I'm like, what about the stuff that made me feel unwanted and inferior? Okay, like math. All right, there's one. All right, my mother, there's two. You can't just get rid of stuff. Everybody be dumb. And you can't blame the kids for what they weigh because you have to look at the toys they have. My little cousin owns a Chuck E. Cheese pizza oven. Now, I wish that was a joke, but that's true. In eight minutes in his bedroom, he'll get you meat lovers with extra cheese. And that's not healthy, you know, or fair. It's not fair. I had a Snoopy snow cone machine. In four hours, you could crush one cube. Right? And have a Dixie cup. <laughs> right? You get a Dixie cup half full of cherry flavored ice. If you're lucky, your sister would bring you a cake she baked with a damn light bulb. That was a good day in 86. <clears throat> yeah, I was uh, on TikTok the other day. And I saw a video of former President Trump handing out pizza at a bar. Did oh, you see that? I did not. Good morning, President Trump. My hands are still greasy. Hello, dork and idiot show. <laughs> and of course, the lovely Christy. Hi, you sweetheart. Hi, honey. You want some pizza? Yeah. Steaming <laughs> hot. Look, I'm back from the dead, guys. I'm resurrected, in fact. The only person besides Jesus ever to do it without assistance. I resurrected very strong. Yeah, not, not quite. Right, sir, uh, your son Don Jr.'s ex Twitter account was hacked, and it claimed that you had died, which obviously wasn't the case. Right. Uh, hackers also used your son's account to direct some expletives and racial slurs at President Biden. Those yeah. no good hackers. You know, I thought for sure Donnie was drinking and texting again. Either that or snipping that shiny rubber cement he puts in his hair every morning. <laughs> but look, if there's one lesson we can learn from all this, it's that Twitter isn't safe. Not safe. So come over to Beautiful Truth Social. Believe me. All right, now, sir, uh, we hear you're planning to visit Detroit next week where you're going to be giving a speech in prime time to an audience of union workers instead of participating in the Republican primary presidential debate the same night. What's your strategy? What's my strategy? Well, I'll tell you, I'm just going to go out there and speak from the heart, speak from my tremendous heart and beautiful prime time about how these amazing auto workers are the backbone of this great country and that they have my unconditional support. Unconditional support. And then I'm going to bring out my good friend Ted Nugent. We're going to do a few songs <laughs> while we have a handful of girls in red, white, and blue bikinis wrestling each other in a giant pool full of axle grease. Ooh. If that doesn't scream justice for the UAW, then I don't know what the hell does. Uh, uh -huh, and just uh -huh. so everyone's clear about this, I'm not only going to be talking to auto workers, but I'm also going to be speaking to plumbers, electricians, and pipe fitters. It's true. 
You can Google that and see that I didn't just make that up so I could do a joke about how nobody has had nearly as much success as I do when it comes to laying pipes. <laughs> All right, Mr. President. I would never stoop to a cheap line like that, Doug. You know that. I never would. Oh, of course not. Oh, so, uh, all right, sir. Do you think... You can win over union members who have been traditionally aligned with Democrats? I'm going to have absolutely no problem winning them over, Christy, and for one very simple reason. These aren't just Democrat union members. They're guys, okay? They're guys, guys, and maybe a few that are really sturdier girls. (laughs) But talking to blue-collar guys is something I've done very well, okay, with construction workers and people of that lot. You know, I'll win over the union members by showing them what we have in common, so much in common. So what do you have in common? Like the auto worker puts together cars on the assembly line, I put together truths on Truth Social. (laughs) I take one idea about finishing the wall on the southern border, I assemble it with something about the woke media or cancel culture, and then I assemble that with a line about Ron DeSantis being a loser. I put it all together, you've got the Magomobile, (laughs) the greatest car in the world, Magomobile. Bottom line is they just want straight talk, and with Donald J. Trump, they're getting the straightest guy perhaps of all time. Okay, well, we're going to have to see uh, next week. Uh, Finally, sir, one of your longtime assistants, a woman by the name of Molly Michael, uh, told federal investigators that you wrote to-do lists for her on the back of classified documents from the White House where you were in, I don't mean to laugh, where you were in office. Uh, You've denied any wrongdoing, but can't you see why this would be a security issue? Okay, this was completely my fault right from the start. I'm not going to lie. I mean, why did I even think for a second that I was going to be able to trust someone named Molly Michael? Seriously, what the hell kind of name is that? Is that the first name of her mother and father? That's like me being called Fred Mary. Fred Mary. Hi, how you doing? My name's Fred Mary. Isn't that the new club drug the kids are on now, the Molly Michael? I'll tell you something. The first thing I should have put on that to-do list was shut your pie hole if the feds haul your yappy ass in for an interview. All right, with all due respect, sir, uh, why do you think it was okay to use a classified document as scrap paper? Excuse me. Excuse me. I wasn't using any of this as scrap paper, as you referred to it, all right? Look, this assistant of mine wasn't exactly a rocket scientist, okay? I remember one time when I jotted down what I wanted from lunch at McDonald's, and she actually came back with a quarter-pounder value meal. But then she said they didn't have any Israeli surface-to-air missile coordinates that they could give her. Not very bright, this one. She flipped the paper over, read the document instead. So sad. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you for calling former President Trump. I'm serious. The part of her brain where no neurons are firing is huge. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. EMS is on the scene of this accident that is blocking the left lane of 71 South at 11th Avenue. Traffic is very slow from Morris Road. Everything else is looking good. News brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. Colorado Buffalo's football team, you know, Coach Prime's team, uh, were favorite. Do you know he's now going to uh, get a trademark on that? Coach Prime. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. So he's got some things in the works for, and that's one of the things that he wants. Warren Sapp and his sweaty ass is going to be at the sidelines on the game. He's got to wear football pants so we can see the sweaty butt. <laughs> Sweat. so we sweaty can, butt. Yeah. Sweaty butt. His mohawk and his big ring earring. He's got the biggest ass I think I've ever seen on a man. <laughs> he just does. He's got is he a, a bubble butt? What is yeah, it? Yeah, and that's just not that's not a knock. It's just a huge man ass. It's just a big ass. Always <laughs> moist. Yeah. Oh, always okay. okay, don't say don't say moist ass.
All right, anyway, so the uh, the Buffaloes, they were favored by 23 and a half on Saturday, barely squeaked out an overtime win. So even though Colorado failed to cover the spread, it seems betters are putting big bucks down on the team. Anyway, Colorado remains the hottest bet on the board at Sportsbooks. A month into the college football season, Colorado, 101-to-1 long shot, has attracted twice as many bets to win the national championship as any other team. Colorado, big underdog this week in its game against Oregon. Uh, it won't matter as the game will surely generate big ratings and, of course, plenty of betting action. That's interesting. I don't know if there really is a true number one to, you know, For Michigan the national struggled. Champion. Uh, Georgia struggled. Yep. Alabama's got a quarterback issue. Texas was tied with Wyoming. Yeah, I just don't know. So it's pretty much a toss-up as far as how the season's going to wind up. I'm going to the Buckeyes. I'm going to be Homer. Okay. Buckeyes, national champions. For now, and then if they beat Notre Dame, if they lose to Notre Dame, I'll have to Adjust. Yeah. Adjust on the fly. All right. So you know, sometimes it is difficult to feel sorry for anybody from Michigan. But a woman in Michigan... She was in an outhouse on Tuesday morning when she dropped her very expensive Apple Watch into the toilet. Now, that sucks. Uh Uh-oh. But what really comes next is insanity. The woman decided to try to retrieve the watch by lowering herself inside the toilet. Oh, no. It was big enough that she fit down inside, but then she got stuck. She yelled for help. Someone called the police. First responders showed up and found her, quote, in the muck. They removed the toilet top itself and then used a strap to hoist her out safely. For better or worse, she did manage to retrieve that disgusting watch. Afterward, police issued a public reminder saying, if you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside the containment area. Serious injury may occur. In this case, the woman was not hurt, but I'm sure she had to be hosed off for a long, long time. Did I tell you the time when I used the outhouse and there was a guy, like, actually in the outhouse, like, in it, like, ah! down there? <laughs> and I said, dude, how long have you been down there? And he shouted <laughs> up, many, many moons. Thanks, Torg. Get it? Yes, I get, get it. it. Whip me, beat me, make me eat cheese. That's for you, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry's laughing and he doesn't know why. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, we got your Waterworks 1K Workday keyword after kiss. You could be one word away from winning $1,000. Waterworks 1K Workday keyword. I'm going to give you the keyword. You go to QFM96.com. Enter that keyword before midnight for a chance to win $1,000. If you play every weekday, you increase your chances of winning. Today's word, grand. G R A N D. If you won this $1,000, wouldn't that be grand? Uh, <laughs> Folks, Use it. Thank you for I using just, it in a sense. I just sentence. read what they tell me to read. It's the Waterworks 1K Workday giving you the chance to put $1,000 in your pocket, get complete rules and more details. QFM96.com. Christy will have a word at 11, 11, 15, 2 and 2, 15 between then. And arch between five and five fifteen. There you go. You're covered. I know what you're doing today for. You're paying attention three all those times. times, so you can get the keyword and yes. possibly win a thousand dollars. And go to qfm96.com mm-hmm. and listen to our old podcast while you're there. Christy, I saw today, and you know I'm not a big fan of. Hey, it's national. You know, 
Uh, use a bidet day. Oh, yes, that's true. So, so what th- is today is an interesting topic or not a topic, but I don't think there is a good one of these in this city. And there's very few good ones in the country. Mini golf day. Mini golf. I'll tell you what. Mini golf courses suck. Okay. So it's it's same as putt putt. Yeah. Mini okay. golf. Well, uh, I tell you what, down south, at least in like Myrtle Beach and the Carolinas, mm. you can't go three miles without some kind of where there's a plane crash type. Yeah. Florida's great mini golf. Well, because it's sunny all the time. Yeah, but it's Columbus warm. sucks. There's one, uh, I think, off of Polaris Parkway. No, maybe I'm wrong. Um, Are you thinking of Top Golf, Christy? No, 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 no. No, it was a Magic Mountain. It was that's a magic, no longer there. Yeah, that's right. I've been to many, Magic Mountains. Many Magic Mountains gone. The one at Polaris is gone. That the whole thing's gone. Yep, the go kart, all of it. No is way. Gone. Yeah, yep. it's been gone for how? It's been gone for a while. I yeah. think. Uh not longer than two years. About that. Okay, because I was there yeah, right before it was I about moved. That. Okay, I went on. We have one in. Oh my! We have a putt putt in Grove City. <laughs> I've been to that one. I was oh, yeah. Stringtown. Yeah. yeah. I went on the go karts in Magic Mountain. I weighed so much that I was just like the slowest one. Like my kid was like ten at the time, and he's like lapping me, laughing at me, and I was just <laughs> because so you're fat. fat. <laughs> I was just so fat. I was weighing down the car, and I couldn't like it was like sucked. It's like, come on, man, let's get going here. It blew my mind that the one at Polaris closed down, and the one on Tussing is still open. Over off Bryce Road. Yeah, but I played their mini golf. It wasn't. No, just yeah. Magic Mountain in general. So my mother used to drop us off as kids. It was like $15, and you could play all the putt-putt and go-kart racing all day long. Oh, that's not a bad deal. That you wanted. And they have two. They had two different go-karts, right? Two different at, go-karts. At the Magic players, Mountain. Yeah. And then they had one mini golf. Yes. And bumper boats. Bumper boats. Oh. And bumper cars. Yep. But the bumper cars suck because you can't get any speed. No. Because they yeah. have too many you, cars. You can't cause neck but, injury. But that's yeah, where you exactly. get back at your son is you throw your weight behind when you ram into him. Oh. Yeah, sorry. You're not going to get whiplash. and That's just no fun if it you can't is. get whiplash. If you can't have injury. God, last time I played putt-putt, it was uh, uh, Putin Bay. They have this putt-putt course, and, of course, you get all hammered, and you get the golf cart over there, and you start playing, and then you get yelled at. We got yelled at because we kept putting off the green, and then we'd chip it back on. And they come on the loudspeaker and says, "No chipping back onto the green." Oh, <laughs> like, so okay, got, really, really. So you were drunk, and you were yes. So this may be indicative of our society now, but on my tick, I have a bunch of golf stuff on my TikTok al- algorithm, and now yeah, Paige Sporanic. Yes, <sighs> very nice. But uh, how did I know that? <laughs> putt putt has also. There's a kid, like a college-age kid, him and his three buddies do putt-putt tournaments at these courses every day. He has like two million followers. You're kidding. He's just doing Really? They're keeping track of stats and who has how many championships. His handicap. Yeah, it's nuts. Like they do three holes at a time in each video, and they just upload it. Putt-putt's hard. Cutthroat. I'm telling you, it's hard. He's like little Jim Nance narrating the thing. (laughs) It's like Michael steps up and he needs this one here. and It's terrible, but I watch it. I love putt-putt. You're, you're going to take your kids this weekend, aren't you? Uh, no, because the courses suck. Oh, They're no like super easy. Go. They're like straight ahead and then you have like a water bumper on each side. Who there wants, used to be one to by Reichert. Really? And they tore that one down. It was There was a putt-putt yeah. and a driving range. Yeah, and a driving range. I know and exactly what that is. And a little go-kart track. Yep. 
I don't think right it's there on a money maker. What was the putt putt place in Karate Kid? Oh, I don't the, know. The awesome one. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I know what. They brought it, it back great. in this season of uh, Cobra Kai. That's right. Yeah, because uh, Johnny went on a date with Allie, and they went back to like putting stuff or yes, whatever it is. That's right. Allie did show back up. Yes, and they they had a cool putt putt course in the Karate Kid. That's California. California and Florida probably have the best golf and stuff. Golf and stuff. Golf and, golf stuff. and stuff. That's Boom. what it was. There you go. You're they need it. to franchise it to Columbus. Golf and stuff arcade. We'll have to ask Michael Evans if because he's out in California if he's done a little good uh, putt putt. Oh by the way they still have Magic Mountain off of Bryce Road. Yeah that's the one on okay. Tassie. Yeah right. There you go Rich. How's the food there? Mm. Yeah, how's the snacks? Yeah how's the snack? <laughs> Uh, well, I probably shouldn't share that story. There you go. <laughs> okay. Oh, gotcha. Michael Evans next. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Hey, Michael. Come on, man. Walk towards your daddy now. Come on now. So, um, as of right now, they say it's a 50-50 chance that the Hollywood strike could end tomorrow or on the weekend. Mm. Nice. Yeah, late-breaking uh, breakthrough uh, last night. Uh, they're having another meeting, I think, tomorrow morning uh some love nuggets for you so sources who should know say that taylor swift and kansas city chief travis kelsey are dating now we haven't seen them together yet but his brother and her friends say it sounds like donkey kong uh so the bears play the chiefs in kansas city sunday we'll see if taylor swift shows up at the game you would yeah it'd be interesting now that would be the telltale sign if she I actually shows so. yes yeah uh, for I the couldn't reg- think of it a more annoying couple. <laughs> He's annoying. He is annoying. Yeah, uh, you know he, he got that really instant success, and uh, rather than playing it play it down, he doubles down. Yeah. Uh, for the record, Taylor's best girlfriend is Blake Lively. They've been friends forever. I hear they often uh, sneak together, uh, go to church on uh, in Tennessee on Sundays when they're in the same places in Tennessee. Hmm. Blake Lively. Uh, from our No Love Department, Britney Spears continues to blast her sister, uh, Jamie Lynn, for going on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, nobody knows why. Seems just to be mean and hateful. And Britney Spears, another nugget. Oprah, 60 Minutes. Other legitimate TV outlets have asked her to do a serious sit-down interview. Uh, and Britney's response, absolutely not. I would watch that because you wouldn't know what the hell she would say. <laughs> She's liable to drop her drawers and start twerking. Yep. You just don't I'm with know. you. Yeah. Another uh, another uh, Dancing with the Stars. What was Dancing with the Stars thinking about bringing on Adrian Peterson, the former football player, uh, as part of the cast that shows debut on Monday? He needs the money. He needs the money, but he still was convicted of assaulting his four-year-old son. Oh, no. And, you know, 350 million people in this country. Do you, need to, do you need to bring somebody on with that kind of baggage? I don't know. Yeah. Weird to me. Uh, that brings us to Russell Brand now being investigated by the London police. More women coming forward. The uh, London Mirror, the London Mirror headline yesterday screamed, this might be the tip of the iceberg. And here is a bizarre story. There have also been videos, at least two, a brand, this is a few years ago, as part of his show in front of a live audience, actually making prank phone calls to real police departments, reporting fake rapes and making jokes about it. 
Now, it doesn't mean he did anything, but what's funny about rape? Why would you put that in your show? Yeah, now, when are the charges going to start? Uh, I would say next week. Okay. Oh, London's a little slow. England's a little slow. You know? <laughs> I would yeah. say. Kevin yeah. Spacey, that, that took a year, I think. Well, look at the Prince Andrew. Yeah, there you go. Uh, meanwhile, brands people say he's just a victim of cancel culture. That's the deal. Um, celebrities aren't always welcome. Various places. Here are five celebrities who have been banned from entering various countries. Beyonce banned from Malaysia. They said she was too rude, too risque. They didn't want her in the country. Lady Gaga was banned from Indonesia for singing a song that was pro-homosexuality. Snoop banned from Norway and from the U.K. for not declaring the money that he brought in and marijuana. Gee, what a shock that would mean. Uh, Sharon Stone made some negative comments about China, and she was banned from there. And John Bon Jovi was supposed to do a concert in China. Authorities doing a little uh, background check saw that uh, John Bon Jovi had used a mural of the Dalai Lama as a backdrop at a previous gig a couple years earlier. And for that, he was denied entry. I'm huh. banned from Albania. <laughs> I, hear, I hear you're banned from Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Too long of a flight for me. Yeah. How's everything going there? <gasps> going good. I'm, I'm going to be looking for your picks today. Of course you are. Yes. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, last week, not so much, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that was the only bad week. Yep. Hey, guys, have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you. From your QFM 96, Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, Sears Heating and Cooling, 100% relief. Zero of per, uh, cent financing. Sunshine today, a high 83. Clear tonight, 59. You're low and sunshine again for Friday. In fact, it's going to be this way all weekend long. High 82. It is uh, 59 right now. Columbus City Schools. Warning students, teachers, and parents that the district is going to face some really tough times if voters do not approve an annual $100 million levy this fall. So if the 7.7 mil levy passes in November, the district would have spending for infrastructure improvements like roofing, HVAC, plumbing, electrical work, also athletic site improvements and renovating learning spaces like classrooms, auditoriums, and cafeterias. If it doesn't pass... Then those old buildings that have been without air conditioning for 50 years will continue to not have them. Hmm. Now, voters are going to the polls in less than two months after the school district just received a two-star rating from Ohio, meaning the district did not meet state standards in some areas. See how that goes. And it's not cheap either. I mean, they're telling voters per $100,000 value of your home, you're going to be shelling out almost $280 a year. That's too much. Average home price, two fifty three hundred thousand. That's a lot That's of a money. That's a lot of money, especially when you consider the environment we live in with everything. The it's just unbelievable out there of what you're paying from utilities, insurance, food. I mean, wages aren't going up. But everything else is going to mortgage rates, 8%. They'll go up again this year. So now that's interesting. Leading into that, the head of the Federal Reserve says they're holding off on raising interest rates for now. For now. The Fed chair, Jerome Powell, made the announcement yesterday, but added there could be another rate hike before the year is over. That of means course. yes. Now, he said inflation is still well above the central bank's goal of 2%. Uh, they've raised rates. You know how many times the Federal Reserve has raised the rates since March of uh, 2022? Seven times. Eleven times. Eleven times. Of course, this is all part of its campaign to bring down inflation, but the board says it will proceed with caution going forward. Don't think it's working.
So even if you're lucky enough to get to the point where you pay off your home, if you have a $300,000 home, you're paying a thousand bucks a month between taxes and insurance. Yeah. Yeah. On retirement. Isn't yeah, isn't that insane? It is. The American <laughs> dream's gone. Yeah. I mean, you even if you pay off your home, you're like, "Oh my goodness, I bought my house when I'm 30. I paid it off and retired." Nope, there's property tax, there's school levies, there's you you can't retire in your home unless you're mega rich. You really can't. You can't live off of what and the cost of everything. Your social security's not going up. And right now you were looking it up a $250,000, $300,000 valued house is a 12 to 1400 square foot home. Yes. Nothing wrong with that, yeah. but you're finding houses in the Columbus area 500,000 for your normal you know, canal it's, is nuts. Yeah, it's getting pretty Well, in high. Grove City, we've got all these, you know, they're, they're building these half-million-dollar homes in Grove City, which helps my property values. Maybe that's why it went up, but there are And I, I keep seeing the prices go down for these new constructions. They were at 524 now it's listed for 500 And then a month later, it's listed for 485 So people aren't going in there and buying them. Rich, are you going to play We're Not Going to Take It next? We're not going to take it. I can. All right. Um, Craft. There's a recall for Kraft. No way. A bunch of their Kraft singles, you know, the cheese. Oh, okay, that's fine. Okay. Talking about the mac and cheese and, box. And the reason being is the, the plastic film on each of those fake slices can rip and then allow the thin strip to remain on the cheese without people realizing they eat the plastic and it could be a choking hazard. It's 2023. When does the plastic strip not stick to the cheese? <laughs> I don't think I've ever opened a Kraft cheese slice and have it not stick to the cheese so and they're just getting this now well it may they did hey the world is round they said they were updating those wrappers to make them easier to remove so the plastic wouldn't stick to the fake cheese it's not clear if these were the new wrappers of the old version but the I'm... earth revolves around the sun yeah. we have a moon wow and what the cluck is going on scientists in japan claim uh, they can decipher what chickens are saying, all thanks to AI. Researchers claim that by using the technology to analyze the way chickens vocalize. Oh, what are they going to serve me? They, with? they can pick up on various emotional states like stress, hunger, fear, anger and happiness. It's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. With an accuracy that's astounding. Eighty percent. Okay. Scientists of Tokyo professor Adrian David Check said this is a giant leap because it lays the groundwork for incredible intelligence in the various animal-related industries, adding, if we know what animals are feeling, we can design a much better world for them. Then they'll never you know like what? kill them. Thank you. I, you. Yes, I don't need to know how my cow is feeling before I go into my eat my steak. I just want to dip them in blue cheese. Let's go. I would watch a TV show of chickens talking like, planning a coup against the chicken they don't like and beating oh, would, up Bob do, the chicken. I would do monkeys. Peck it to death. Yes. Monkeys would be way better. Do you want to touch my monkey? <laughs> like, why do you throw your crap at people? Right? <laughs> They're an animal that poops in their hand and then throws, and throws it, it, it at people. people. Mm, That's what I want to know. That's creepy. And who pays money for <laughs> that? Well, see, tax dollars hard at work, but it's, it's Japan, so who's I don't know who's paying this? for that. Fauci funneling this, too? Is he paying for this? God, who 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 passes that bill? Well, we're gonna for their government, probably our government. But who the hell's paying for a study to find out if chickens have feelings? <laughs> How do you feel? Yeah, uh, it, oh, no. I'm telling you, this great. this sets I'm a bad precedent. Yeah, I don't need to know how my chicken was feeling again before I ate it. Would it be a wrapper? You get a wrapper, 
on your chicken sandwich wrapper, chicken was feeling happy. This chicken is, was sad. You got to start naming all the chickens. This chicken is Bob. Yes. We served him to you. Bob the chicken. <laughs> QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Still working this accident that is blocking the left lane of 71 South at 11th Avenue. Crews are on the scene and traffic is slow from Morris Road. And that's traffic. All right. It's your hot five. With Torgan Elliott, cut number one. Take a listen to this. We've made fun of Vince Neal in the past for singing like crap. Take a listen. This is GNR on tour last week in Knoxville. That was pretty bad. Painful. That well, it was... sound like when I'm singing mowing the lawn, running out of breath. <laughs> you run out of breath going to the bathroom. I do. It's... You Call run out task. of breath standing up from the chair. Yes. <laughs> Clip number two. ESPN's Chris Mad Dog Russo shared his plans uh, for watching some college football this weekend, and it includes gummies and getting sauced. I'll cut a gummy in yeah, half. Keep listening. I'll cut I? a gummy in half. We got Florida State Clemson. I like the Florida <laughs> State quarterback. Wait. I'll do something there. At about 325, Wait. when I'm sourced, at a, I'm not driving in the house, 325, I'll put the call in the Fat Rob. 718-504, I'll put the call in the Fat Rob. Rob, you know what? What the hell? I, I can't root for Oregon. All right, and I'll, I'll pretend on TV. Put 10 dimes on Colorado. It's... <laughs> is he sauced right now? I don't. What the hell? <laughs> Jeez, dude. Cut number three. Keeping it on college football. Buckeyes coach Ryan Day's weekly press conference getting ready to go on the road against Notre Dame. You know, we don't have a choice. That's what we have to do. This is, uh, again, top ten um, you know, game on the road. And this is why, again, these are the kind of games why you come to Ohio State. You know, this is uh, um, an exciting series because it's not something that happens very often. Ohio State, Notre Dame, you know, two of the bigger teams in the, in the Midwest getting together for a home and home. Um, you know, last year's atmosphere was was electric. It'll be the same way on Saturday night. Um, so our, our guys are really fired up for this. Boom! Let's beat touchdown, Jesus. <laughs> that just makes me laugh. Let's <laughs> touchdown, Jesus. Let's beat Notre Dame. Jesus is my friend. Oh, you want that? Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Clip number four, Goodfellas, of course, starring Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, directed by Martin Scorsese, opened in theaters 33 years ago today.
And that's what it's all about. That's what the FBI could never understand. That what Paulie and the organization does is offer protection for people who can't go to the cops. That's it. That's all it is. They're like the police department for wise guys. And you're right, King Richard. That is very similar to Leonardo DiCaprio and him narrating The Wolf of Wall Street. Great movie. Yeah, it's kind of like the same. Kind of like the same movie. It didn't hit me till you played the cut the first time. Yeah. It was like, that it's could like, be wow. Leo. No, one's a stockbroker and one's a gangster. Well, no, just the way they talk and the way they narrate it. They've got that oh, an, that gotcha. annoying, you know, New York accent. Gotcha, All gotcha. Right. And that is, oh, no, no, I got no, you got, honey, you I got, got a, a five. I have a sad one here. Julian Lennon in a recent interview, not a fan of Hey Jude. That's a stark and dark reminder of actually what happened. The fact that dad walked out, walked away, left mum and I. You know, that was a point of complete change and complete disruption. Thanks, Dad. Hey, you got a song written about you. Oh, it's about your dad leaving you and your mom. Yeah, that would suck, huh? Yeah, it was a way of Paul McCartney to kind of comfort him. And your dad's best friend wrote it. Yeah, I know. Everybody loves the song. I know. Yeah. yeah. Because it was supposed to be called Hey Jules, but they changed it to Jude. Oh, man. And that is your hot five. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic for this morning. Uh, Still that accident blocking the left lane of 71 South at 11th Avenue. Crews have left the scene, uh, but the vehicle is still there right now. Everything else moving along. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. Soak up some sun on Worthington's best patio and enjoy their amazing happy hour specials. Well, as COVID cases start to go up again, Americans will have access to more free home tests. Yay! U.S. Department of Health and Human Services said yesterday the government is relaunching a program to mail out free tests. Households can order four tests from uh, COVID tests, uh, covidtests.gov starting Monday, September 25th. So the government has already shipped more than 755 million free tests to those who've requested them. Uh, they're saying the Rona expected to be uh, an issue during the winter months, which is why the tests are available. PCR tests have become very expensive, and most people just can't afford to get them. Uh, so are they saying, is this deadly, not deadly? If it's not deadly, why are you getting tested? Because you'd stay home anyway from work, right? Well, yeah. I don't know. So if you're sick, stay home. Sick is sick, isn't it? Yeah. So just stay home. Even if, if it's sick. just a just a well, our. Our governor tested positive. He thought he just had a head cold. Oh, Mikey. But he tested and it came back positive. Still Poor getting Mikey. paid for days off if you're sick with the Rona? I don't Maybe know. that's what it is. People with no vacation time. Oh. Well, for ways. This is like 1992 all over again. There's an elderly woman in San Francisco. She is suing McDonald's. Why is she suing McDonald's? Burns that she claims she sustained when a cup of coffee spilt in her lap. Lawsuit was filed last week. Her name is Mabel Childress. And it's reminiscent. Remember that case in 1992? 79-year-old yeah. Sheila Liebeck sustained third-degree burns when an excessively hot coffee spilled in her lap, and she was awarded $2 million in damages. Now, Childress, who is in her 80s, says she went to take a sip from the hot coffee. The lid popped open. Scalding coffee poured out of the cup caused uh, severe burns and scars to her groin area. She claims that she tried Better to... Better re- a gal than a guy. Well, yeah. Childless <laughs> claims that she tried to report the incident to the employees and the manager, but was ignored. They claim that's false. Uh, she is ultimately left to seek medical attention for her injuries and is now suing. 
Look out, NASA, keeping an eye on an asteroid named Bennu. And by the way, it's the size of the Empire State Building. And it's predicted that this thing could smash into Earth in 159 years. Uh, While we will very likely not be here to see it, a collision with Bennu could potentially wipe out an area the size of Texas. So you've been forewarned. Beer foam is your friend. So according to a new study, foam at the top of your mug is the reason that it tastes so good. Really? I don't like a foamy beer. Researchers found that the foam actually packs a lot of flavor, so when the bubbles burst, the flavor is released into the air and right into the drinker's nose. It, uh, it also prevents beer from losing its flavor by protecting the liquid below from the exposure to air, which dulls the flavor. Everything has some kind of science behind it. And uh, Amazon is working on an upgrade to their Alexa gadgets that will incorporate more artificial intelligence that would be more aware of the user's emotions. <laughs> <laughs> and the chickens. And the chickens. Oh, Lord. And the upgrade would also feature a more natural sounding voice so i changed the voice uh i have a australian dude that gives me directions yeah. I'm like, oh hell yes uh, i do get you going you get on yes i got the australian dude that gives me that shouts directions at me uh, mate Christy, <laughs> get you going you're like shut up jimmy shut up yeah no i don't need you talking to me i just need crocodile dundee thank you during foreplay alexa <laughs> what time is it it's very time very for the nice boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we talked to Gene Smith, athletic director of Ohio State. He played at Notre Dame, and we'll do it after Cheap Trick.